Hello and welcome back to another episode of Only a Notebook. I am your host, Nathaniel Mellor, and today I want to talk about dialogue tags. Dialogue tags are always, I think, uh, being talked about among writers. Um, it's a sort of constant conversation. Do you use them? How do you use them? Which ones do you prefer? Uh, and how do you make them add to your story rather than detract from your story? The reason this is such a conversation for writers is the, because of the word said. Um, it, it's something that people really do wonder, like, um, because I think most books are written in the past, you know, the word said is used instead of say, uh, or says, um, and because of this, I think it becomes a huge conversation as far as, do I need to do that? Do I also need to use said? What if I wanted to use whispered? What if I wanted to use exclaimed? What if I wanted to use mentioned or something in, in, in that line? He mentioned, he recalled, he recounted, he remembered uh, instead of using said. So, you know, that there's a, this kind of conversation around is said important or more precisely is said important anymore? Uh, because during the 20th century, I think said had a very strong prevalence in stories and on the writing community. And it was, the, it was what most people used. They would use said rather than something else. Uh, and I think there's a couple books, if you go back and read, I mean, even uh, not necessarily the, the 20th century, but Sherlock Holmes, some of the original Sherlock Holmes, um, you know, he didn't necessarily use said so much as he used a wide, he being uh, Arthur Conan Doyle, used a wide variety of other uh, sort of dialogue tags to sort of further push these, these meanings, uh, to further push what the uh, dialogue was trying to say. There are some advantages to using said, um, and, and the first one, like I just mentioned, because of its age, uh, it's a common one to use. You can't go wrong with using said. Um, I think years ago, people were taught when they were in school to use said. When you're writing something, creative writing class, um, your language arts class, use the word said when you're writing a story. And I think more recently, and I was not part of this group, but I know when I talk to writers younger than me, they were all taught, like, uh, said is dead. You know, use these words instead, because said, now all this is rhyming, I apologize, um, but said is sort of boring. Uh, it doesn't show that you're a good writer. Write, so write something else instead, try something else instead. Uh, and they'd be, you know, handed this list of 100 words you could use instead of said. And I think that's fine. You know, I think that's, that, that works as well, especially if you're just learning to write. It's like, oh, you know, there are other ways to say something. Uh, I think it's also important for somebody who is young learning, you know, not just how to write, but how, how they speak to understand they're not just saying something. There's, you know, um, they, they are remembering something, they're recounting, recalling, they're whispering, they're murmuring something. Um, and, and it sort of like helps reinforce language in, in younger people's minds. But because of the age of said, um, it does have the advantage of being invisible in the sense that most readers, when they read the word said, they will no longer see it. Uh, they will sort of scan right past it and they'll just, it'll be an assumption. Uh, and this is a benefit because if you, if you can't get creative, if you're struggling to be creative, uh, if, you, if you're just like, I've used so many dialogue tags already, I'm just struggling here, then said is invisible. And then you can save the dialogue tags you want to use for the appropriate times that you know, to make it pack more punch, basically, to make it more impactful. Um, I think some people, you know, I, I read a lot of books, especially people who haven't published before, or people who are just looking for some feedback, and they want, they're trying to get really creative with their dialogue tags, um, using words like chortled, which is fine, but it's, it's not a very common word. Uh, people don't say that in their daily life, which is not to say you can't use it in writing, it just, it's a, it's a strange word, um, 
And because of that, it stands out. And and that is kind of brings me to the, the, the next point is using the wrong or right dialogue tag can make your work stand out. But I have noticed that it's far more likely for your your dialogue to stand out in a bad way if you use the wrong dialogue tag uh, as opposed to standing out in the right way if you use the right dialogue tag. Because on, on a practical level, you don't really want... Um, you don't really want your story to you want your story to stand out, but you don't want the dialogue tag to stand out and be like, "Wow, that was such a good use of that word," because that brings somebody out of the story. Uh, and even if it's a really good word or a really beautiful sentence, for instance, you, you don't really want to bring anybody out of your story. You want to keep them in. Uh, that's what keeps them reading. That's what keeps them, you know, entertained. That and a plot, really. Um, so you don't really want somebody to read something and think, "Wow, that was beautiful," and then stop reading. Uh, and I don't know if they're ever going to read a dialogue tag necessarily and think that's beautiful, but they might say, like, that was perfect, or I imagine that vividly. Um, but it's a lot more common for somebody to read something and be like, that was not the right choice. Um, that, was, that, was, that was a strange choice to make as, as, a, um, as a writer. Um, but I also think in that, in that sense, it's not just is it a strange choice to make, but did they even use the word properly? For an example, there's the word nonplussed, and it's not necessarily a dialogue tag, but people do use it at the end of an action instead of a dialogue tag, um, or, you know, he'll, he sounded nonplussed. Um, and it's used incorrectly in the sense that it's supposed to mean, like, um, when a character's unsure, or not even a character, but, you know, in real life, but in writing, uh, if a character's unsure of, you know, what to say or, or what to think or what to do, um, they would be nonplussed. Um, but sort of, it's almost become an Americanism. It's almost become like a sort of common way of writing is that it, it is now they are not bothered, you know, or they're not surprised or not impressed by something. Um, they're nonplussed by the fact that nobody was cheering for them. And that's not really what it means. I mean, it, it can be what it means if, if that's used properly. Um, but sort of in context, sometimes you can tell that like, oh, that's not what they meant. They meant it, you know, they, they meant a different word, basically, um, whether it mean they were unimpressed by the cheering rather than they had no response for it. Uh, and that's, I mean, it's, it's small things, but it's, and honestly, it's, it's small things that most people won't catch, um, which is fine. Um, but I think sometimes the important people will catch it. Uh, you're, if you're trying to find an agent or if you're trying to get an editor, um, they will catch that. Like, oh, you use this dialogue tag wrong, you use this word incorrectly. Another aspect of dialogue tags, and this one is not new, uh, but it's starting to become more common that people will actually not use dialogue tags. Uh, and it's obviously, it's, it's not a, like I said, it's not a new concept at all, but more and more uh, often, you'll see maybe a conversation start with a dialogue tag. Conversation between Richard and Brian, and, and you know, the end of Richard's dialogue will have said, but then Brian will have no dialogue tag at all, nothing to clue the reader in, that, that Brian's now speaking, except for the fact that in a conversation, it usually goes person A, person B, person A, person B. So, if, you know, Richard started the conversation, it's only natural that Brian will respond. So you don't need to have, you know, a dialogue tag said or even responded or replied or anything like that. You can simply use nothing uh, and just the words that Brian would have said. Uh, and this is becoming more and more common uh, for readers, it seems a little bit like there's a, um, some people really like it. They think it's more, uh, you know, quick moving. They think it's more interesting. They think it's, you know, kind of more, it feels more action packed that way, you know, like a little more smooth. 
Um, and then some people on the other, you know, on the other side of it think that it's confusing. Um, and that I think is a failure of the writer. If, if you, if people think that your, your dialogue tag list writing is confusing, then that means there's something you need to look back into and, and, and change and edit to make it very clear who's speaking. Uh, and it's happened sometimes too with, um, I know with myself, with some of the advice I've given back to writers is when they do have this sort of dialogue tag list writing or conversation, um, they, they sometimes make a mistake um, and they'll have one person say two things in a row, but they're two separate lines. You know, they'll say like, yeah, I was going to go there Thursday. Not sure I'm going to get around to it now. But rather than having in one, um, one, between two, basically between one set of quotation marks, they have it between two set of quotation marks and they'll have it on two lines, which makes it really confusing because it looks like they said something and then somebody responded, but then it throws off the rest of the dialogue. So it's important for a writer to understand like how to format it to make sure that it's very clear. It's also the other thing I've seen is when, and I've, you know, I mentioned this again to writers that, that, um, that asked me to edit their work is that, you know, you have this back and forth dialogue, but this line specifically seems like it's from the other uh, the other character would say this. This is a very aggressive line. Or this is a very pass uh, uh, pacifist line. Or this is a very um, like sarcastic line. So it's like that's not necessarily this character would say. It's not something this character would say. It's something your other character would say. Uh, so I recommend you know then they not they change it necessarily, but to to look into it and be like without dialogue tags, it's hard to know who's speaking. Uh, and the only thing if you go on is a conversation. Like I said, is usually person A to person B and back and forth but also the tone of voice. Uh, and if we've gotten used to a character's tone of voice, if we know if they're, they're very sarcastic, if they're very aggressive or stoic or pacifist, and then you don't follow that in your dialogue, then it gets a little bit confusing. Another way you can actually end dialogue instead of even using dialogue tags is an action. Um, and I mean, it's in small things. And, and actually, I mean, if you look at TV shows, you know, it's kind of, a, or in movies, uh, it's a good sort of, uh, or even real life, it's a it's a good tool because it's, in my experience, very, very, very rarely do two people have any type of conversation without engaging in some kind of action while they're having a conversation. Even if you're having a beer with a friend, you know, you might be picking the label off the bottle, you might be taking a sip, you might be swirling the beer inside the, uh, the glass, you might be looking around just to see what's happening, you might be picking at something on the table. If one of you are smoking, you're you know smoking and then and then um, dropping the ash into the ashtray. I mean, there's so many things that's happening when two people speak. It's never happening in a vacuum. Um, it's not a sterile. There's no, no there's no such thing as a sterile conversation. Uh, so when you when you do want to finish a dialogue, basically like you know finish a sentence, you can use an action. Um, if somebody's walking out the door, you don't have to say you know all right I'll see you later. Roger said closing the door. You just say Roger closed the door behind him. Um, and that was sort of ends it in in a way that is like, oh, clearly he said that and then closed the door. Uh, there's no ambiguity there of, of, you know, I mean, especially if, if the words come before the closing of the door. Otherwise, it might, if it's flopped, uh, if it's flipped, it might seem as if um, Rogers closed the door and then said it from the other side of the door. Uh, but these are just some, some you know, I, I think using action is a really powerful way to avoid dialogue tags. Not that, I mean, I personally tend to avoid dialogue tags. Um, because I do write a lot of short stories, and if you're looking to kind of cut down on word count, uh, dropping dialogue tags is a great way to do it, because it's sort of like, what else is this? And even if someone's shouting, if you're like, I really want to make it clear this person's shouting, 
um, you know, you can kind of like, well, what else are they doing when they're shouting? Are they throwing something? Is their face turning red? Are the veins popping out of their neck? Um, uh, you know, what, what, give me some, again, I can, like, I try to give people like a characteristic of something that's happening around the shouting that makes it obvious without having to say they shouted. Because I also think for me as a reader, it can be difficult when I'm reading uh, a story that is, you know, he shouted or he yelled or cried or something like that. I'm like, I, how did, how, you know, how did, how did this writer imagine it? Because I'm trying to imagine it as the writer imagined it. And I'm not entirely sure how this character would say something while crying. Um, but then if they, they meant cried, not necessarily as in literally cried, but they cried out, uh, then it's, you know, slightly different. Or if they meant, you know, they did have a single tear drop from their eyes sort of thing. Uh, this all changes the feel of the story. And none of this is supposed to encourage you one way or another. Uh, it's just some, to give you some information, to give you some advice, because I do think that uh, there are uses on both sides. I think dialogue tags are incredibly useful, and I think actions are useful, and I also think using said can be useful, depending on what you're writing. Um, I think it's also a little bit emotionless, so if you're writing an emotionless scene, I think said is very powerful. Uh, so I, this is just some advice to keep in mind as you're writing, as you're trying to figure out what kind of dialogue tag do I want to put in, what kind of... Um, you know, actions do I want to put in? How do I want to make this sound? How do I want to make these characters sound? And, and hopefully this has given you some help. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you in the next episode.